Welcome to Toolbox and Testimony, the podcast meant to equip you with tools to help you navigate Christian life and to encourage you with stories of God's faithfulness. I'm Tanner Van Beek, campus ministry worker in Des Moines, Iowa. Welcome back to TNT. This is Season 2, Episode 6. Now, I have a confession to make. Uh, Last week really got away from me. It was a super busy week. And so that testimony episode that was supposed to come out on Friday, well, it didn't. It didn't come out. Uh, I I promise to find a way to make it up to you guys in the future. I don't know how yet, but I will. But we're an episode off, and we're just going to rock it right now. So part of the reason that last week was super busy was uh, we had this event called V-Day on Friday. And what V-Day is, it's in our campus ministry, an event that we put on annually and it's like a valentine's day event put on by the guys for the women so the guys will get together in their bible studies and they'll come up with live skits that they're going to do and they're going to come up with video skits and they put them all together for this big like dinner show down at our church and so the whole church gets decorated Uh, It's like a formal event, so all the guys are wearing suits. The girls show up in their dresses. Uh, They get fed dinner and then get to watch us all make a fool of ourselves during the show. And probably the purpose of the event is the coolest part. You know, it's to communicate Christ's love to the women uh, and, and to really remind them that their value it is not in the things that the world values, and it's not what the guys can get from the girls. Their value is in Christ. And that's just so contrary to uh, our culture's view of what love is. And so it's just such a good opportunity to uh, serve the women and, and to let them know that we appreciate them for who they are and not what we can get from them. And Uh, to be able to communicate the gospel with whoever shows up. And so that event was last week, and it just went super well. I was really proud of our guys for putting it all together. And even some of the newer guys that stepped up into big roles, man, it was just awesome. It was awesome. And playing off of that topic of Christ's love, uh, that's going to be what we're talking about today. And it's going to be more devotional. I'm just going to lead you through a little bit of this passage and try to stimulate your thought on God's love for us. And so the passage is Isaiah 43. And we're probably just going to be looking at the first seven verses. So I'll go ahead and read it here for us. Isaiah 43. But now thus says the Lord, He who created you, O Jacob, He who formed you, O Israel, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt as your ransom, Cush and Seba in exchange for you, because you are precious in my eyes and honored and I love you. I give men in return for you, peoples in exchange for your life. Fear not, 
for I am with you. I will bring your offspring from the east, and from the west I will gather you. I will say to the north, Give up, and to the south, Do not withhold. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the end of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. Have you ever been in that place where God just feels very distant and very far away from you? Have you ever thought about your own sin and just thought, how can God possibly love me? Have you ever asked the question, does God even love me? If you've ever been in that place, then this is a great passage to turn to because it's not just talking about, you know, that general common love that God has for all of his creation. You know, that that's almost just a platitude at this point, that's something that we say over and over and over again, uh, and it gets a dull in our minds. Yeah, of course, God loves me. No, look at this passage with new eyes. This is talking about the love that God has for his people in Christ Jesus. This is talking about the love that he has for me, Tanner Van Beek. This is talking about the love that he has for you if you're in Christ. Verse 1 says this, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. You know, God gives that command over and over and over again in the Bible. I think that that's the most common command there is in the Bible, to fear not, to stop fearing. I'm scared because God sometimes feels distant from me, and I'm scared because I'm all wrapped up in my sin, and I'm scared because sometimes I just don't feel good enough, and, and how can God possibly love me? Fear not, for I have redeemed you. God uses the term redeemed, and that term in the Bible, it essentially means to be bought back from. In the same way that God bought Israel back from Egypt, essentially, when he led them out of Egypt by Moses and on the Exodus, to take them from where they were at to making them his. And in that same way, God has taken every believer from where they were at, from that spiritual Egypt, you, you know, that place where we were trapped and enslaved by our own sin, not being able to do anything and having no freedom. He redeemed us from that. He bought us back. He made us his. We are his people now. I don't think that there's ever been a verse that has more like intimately struck me than this verse here when it says, I have called you by name. You are mine. It's just like God is saying to me, Tanner, you are mine. There's nothing that you can do to screw this up. <laughs> there's, there's no way that you can lose this because guess what? I'm God and I've redeemed you. I've chosen you. I've bought you back. I've made you mine. And I know that you still struggle with sin, but there's no way that you can screw this up because I'm God and this is my love and this is what my love is like. And that is what God's love is like because he's a God of grace. 
And grace means unmerited favor, undeserved love. And you know, that's so true of us because there's nothing that we can do to deserve God's love. We've only ever run away from him. We've only ever sinned against him and rebelled against him. But God's love is unconditional. He set his love on us sinners and he redeemed us to make us his people. And guess what? He's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. In the following verses, when you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. He's promising that through every trial that we go through, through every hardship, he will be with us. He'll be walking with us. He's not going to abandon us. He's not going to leave us by ourselves. Why would he redeem us and then leave us by ourselves? That makes no sense. He loves us. He's going to stick with us. And why is he going to stick with us? Well, boom, verse 4. Because you are precious in my eyes and honored, and I love you. Guys, we get so wrapped up in the world's standards of love, and it's all about what we can get from people. And selfishly, that's how we love. But that's not how God loves at all. God's love is perfect, and God's love is unconditional. It's not about what he can get from us, because what do we have to give? We don't have anything to give to him, and yet he loves us anyway. It's unconditional. I'm a firm believer that what all of us want in this life is to be fully known and fully loved. And so when we hear about the world's definition of true love, we go out seeking that, and we're never going to experience that from the world. We're never going to experience that from another person. There's never going to be somebody that knows you fully and still loves you. It's impossible because of our sin. You know, if somebody fully knew what goes on in my heart and in my mind, they would never love me, right? That's just, that's just the way that it is. We're sinners. But God is different. God is different. And he's the only place that we can go. He's the only one that can ever truly love us that way because he's God. He fully knows me. He knows what goes on in my heart and in my mind. He knows the fullest extent and the depths of my sin. But he looks at me and he still says, you're precious in my eyes. You're honored and I love you. That's true love right there. Stop chasing the world's definition of what true love is. Go to God to find it because this is the fullest love that you will ever experience. And we will only ever find this love in our relationship with the Lord Jesus. It says there, I give men in return for you, peoples in exchange for your life. And in that context, God's talking about clearing the way for Israel, clearing the way of the, the pagan peoples. But in our context, look at this. It, it means God gave somebody in exchange for our life. He gave his perfect son, the Lord Jesus, 
in exchange for my life. That's how God redeemed me. He bought me with the blood of his perfect son on the cross. I want you all to listen to this part very carefully. If you are completely trusting in God to save you, if you recognize that you're sinful, if you recognize what you deserve, but you're fully trusting in God for the state of your soul, then you are perfectly loved in the truest sense. And do you want to know the biggest proof of that? Because Jesus died for you. Because Jesus died for you on the cross. That is how God has redeemed you. He's bought you with the blood of his perfect son. God would not do this for somebody that he doesn't love. If you need to go over this passage again, just read it again and again if you have to, because, listen, if you're in Christ, this is the kind of love that God has for you. This is what God is like. It's amazing love. Can you even believe it? Can you even believe it? Our God is so good to us, and this is something that we can celebrate. God's perfect, amazing, unconditional love that he would redeem sinners and make them into his people. Amen. Thanks to all of you for tuning in to this episode of Toolbox and Testimony. Remember, if you'd like to receive curated content from around the web delivered weekly to your inbox, that means songs, articles, videos, and other resources that I believe will stir up our affection for the Lord Jesus, go check out toolboxandtestimony.com and sign up with your email address. If you found this episode helpful and encouraging, please share it or leave a rating on whatever platform you listen. This will help put the content in front of more eyes, meaning more people will be equipped and encouraged. Thanks again. Until next time, I hope your soul is encouraged and your toolbox is heavier.